This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. As we're getting you set for the weekend, swinging open the gateway to it, I do have to ask, so will you read a scary book on an evening like yesterday where you had the breeze coming in, door open, the coolness, will you, like, as it gets dark, will you read a book? I'm trying to remember who it was that used to be on the show here that said, I won't read. Maybe it was Ryan and you that are certain books you wouldn't read in the evening or nighttime, right? Yeah, yeah, I won't read it in the nighttime or I won't... uh, pick it up knowing that I'm in the house by myself and it's dark outside, dark and stormy nights, you know, that kind of thing. But I wish, Kels, that you were present for a conversation I had with my brother where he was convincing me, basically, the essence of this conversation was, he was convincing me that you're either in or you're out. If you want to be scared, set the mood, set the tone, and get scared and fully engulf the fear. Engulf yourself in the moment. If not, forget about it. Put it away. Well, they do that with all the old radio shows, right? The ones that are scary ones, they tell you on some of them, turn out your lights, you know, and they want you to be in that. And I remember as a kid, my dad telling me this stuff. Did it really work on you? He said, I was 11. Leave me alone. Of course I was scared. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Folks, on Fridays, we visit with Jeff Ryman. We welcome also alongside him, Grant Hardy, as we uh, head into Lifestyle Headlines. From fashion to travel, pets and more, we cover it all on the Lifestyle Report with me, Jeff Ryman. Fellas, welcome back to the program. Great to have you both with us today. Thank you. Hey, Kelsey. Where are we going to start, Jeffy? Yeah, so I, I know uh, real estate or finding apartments um, may be a little tricky, I think, for some, especially over the last little while. We've not only seen real estate prices skyrocket over the last year or two or maybe even more, um, and the same can be said for rent. Um, mm-hmm. Rent has gone through the roof, specifically here in Toronto. And Grant, I'm sure you can attest to the fact uh, of real estate and rent going up in uh, your neck of the woods out in uh, Vancouver as well. It's just seemingly like a uh, a Canada-wide, even maybe even North America-wide um, thing as well. So I did find an article on the Canadian press, and it is tips to make the search for a new apartment easier. Um, this is something that is I have tips, done. Make sure you can afford it. Yeah, uh-huh. that is that is that is actually one of the <laughs> tips. Uh, <laughs> um, thank you for pointing that out. Although you're okay. jumping ahead a little bit here, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, but um, you know, as somebody myself um, who was searching for um, a place to live, an apartment not too long ago, then obviously was able to buy a house um, two years ago. Actually, to this day, which is pretty cool popped up as a Facebook memory of mine. Um, Remember, it it was fairly hard to find specifically uh, a place to rent, an an apartment or a basement apartment or just a place to live, really. Um, There are so many different variables that go into play. Um, But in this article, it sort of dives into a bunch of those things that can make your time looking for a place to live a little bit easier. 
So number one on this list is needs versus wants. Now, I think this is pretty cliche, but it really is something that you want to keep in mind. There are certain things we need, um, you know, affordability, your priorities, affordability can be, you know, obviously top of mind. Accessibility is probably a really big one, too. Um, those are definitely needs. I mean, you need these things to live. And then there are some of those wants. I mean, if you want to live in a place that has a pool, you know, is a, is a pool something that is mandatory? I'm going to say probably not for the majority of definitely the population. Yep. Yeah, that could be definitely very luxurious. Um, um, you know, and then there's also other things like amenities, location, and there are certain things that you can actually do. So apartment search websites such as apartments.com, rent.com, Zillow, apartment guide, Zumper, um, they can help curate that search for you. Um, and if you need help affording somewhere to rent, um, you can check out a couple of different um websites uh, as well. Or uh, another option is you can actually use a broker to help with the search. Some known as no fee brokers charge the leasing management company rather than charging you if you want to go that route. But in my opinion, one of the best ways to go is ask around yourself or ask friends for recommendations. Mm. Um That was kind of the way that I went. Also, just looking online, um, you know, the the way that I did it was Facebook Marketplace and Kijiji and and stuff like that. Um, So, you know, you have to do a little bit of research and do some research of what you want and what you need first and foremost before you get into that next step and actually looking at places. So you just yeah. need to establish your, your needs versus your wants to begin with. And I don't want to make this event session of a segment, okay, Jeff, but it is a very sticky topic. And especially, like you said, because you got me and, and you in here in the GTA in Toronto and Grant, you out in Vancouver, both of these super hot spots, like blazing hot for real estate <laughs> and rental market. Um, and I'm curious, Grant, you know, of your experience of this or just in general with the point that Jeff is discussing, it does asking around actually work where with hundreds of thousands of people always looking for a place to live. Yeah, I I do think that reaching out to your community is a very valuable tool. And in fact, I think for someone with accessibility needs, you, it really is very valuable mm-hmm. to not go at this alone, like to go and, and not only ask around, but look at places with, with someone, um, really make sure that you're, involving your community. I, I certainly do think in listening to this article and, and views that they maybe are coming from the lens of living in a city where we have a little bit more choice about living. Because in Vancouver, gosh, even things like accessibility are issues where sometimes you just kind of have to compromise. On, mm. you know, we're talking about generations of people that are living in places where, you know, sometimes their basic needs, sometimes basic health needs are a little bit difficult to meet. Sometimes it's difficult to find a place that can accommodate your pet. 
Yes. Um, sometimes it's difficult to find a place that will allow your guide dog, even though, of course, we know technically guide dog discrimination isn't allowed. And in reality, uh, you know, la- landlords absolutely do use covert discrimination methods. So I, I think in a, in a certain sense, this article uh, is implying a certain luxury that maybe uh, Vancouverites and you guys as well in Toronto don't have. Yeah, it's a such a valid point. I was thinking specifically about availability, but you've expanded on so many um, great, you know, challenges that people face coming from a disability perspective or just the access of housing and choice being the big one, like you said, to begin with, uh, Jeffy. Yeah, no, for sure. Those are those are definitely great points in, in you know, a lot of times when you're in the market for or at least trying to find a new place to live, there are certain things you're going to have to compromise. You could either live, you know, a five minute walk from your um, work or wherever you want to be, mm-hmm. or you could live somewhere further away and you might pay a little bit less, but then you have to figure out the transportation. There are so many different variables that go into this too. So again, just uh, make sure you do your due diligence, do your little bit of research beforehand and, and uh, you know, really understand what you want and, and where you want to live as well. Uh, but very valid points mean it, it's easier said than done to find a place to live nowadays, especially with how hot the real estate is and obviously the same thing for that rental market. So uh, very, very valid points, especially for us living in those bigger cities such as Toronto and Vancouver. Um, this sort of segues perfectly into another point, and that's understanding the market. Um If you're not in a rush, you might want to wait until after this month. Uh, If you have the ability to look in winter months, those are apparently really good times because not a lot of people are looking to move and you actually may be more likely to find some deals. Um, That's what one expert was saying in this article. And it kind of makes sense in a way because think about it. Last weekend was that weekend where a bunch of college and university students moved out. And, you know, so people are probably trying, especially those students are trying to find places to live. Um, And September is sort of like that unofficial refresh when people head back to work or start new jobs or, you know, hit a refresh button on their life, etc. And people are potentially looking for new places to live. Um, and the winter, a lot of people, especially in Canada, may not like to move in winter um, with a bunch of snow or the cold conditions or, or whatnot. So um, if you are not in a rush, it is encouraged to uh, wait just a little bit, maybe into the fall or into the winter as well. So um, understand the market and also understand um, neighborhoods, um, you know, Go out and do your research about that neighborhood. Is it accessible? Does it have the things that you want and things that you need? Uh, how the neighborhood? What, what's the um, is the crime rate high? Is it low? You know, certain things like that. You want to do your research on um, how far away is it from your work? Like I was mentioning, so um, you, you really need to understand that market, um, and there are multiple ways to do that. I mean, online is a great way, but I think being in person. Uh, visiting in person is probably one of the biggest things. And that's, 
next on this list. But I'll, I'll let you guys comment because, um, you know, understanding that market is is pretty darn important as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the quick thing I want to say is um, I've realized I've moved around a lot since I was 18, so for the last 10 or so years. And there are places that feel more like community and there are places where you feel like you are an individual living in a big city. So I think that... And I'd never done the research beforehand to understand this is what I was going into, but I've definitely noticed it from neighborhood to neighborhood um, all around the city. So where I'm currently living, I kind of love it. There's these little newsletters that go out that part of the city feels like a small town, actually. Neighbors actually know each other, things like that. And I have um, yeah. will be paying attention to more of this kind of thing if I were to move again because I particularly love it. Feels Grant? like a borough. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, super important. I'm, I'm lucky enough to live in uh, a neighborhood where a lot of us do kind of know each other and, you know, there are always people to hang out with. Uh, that's that's super important. But again, just emphasizing that for a lot of people, that's not a choice. Mm-hmm. That you just sort of yeah. live wherever you can see the papers. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, And just really quickly, one of the last things I just sort of mentioned a a minute ago is is visiting in person, because how many times do you look online, you read a description, this place sounds perfect, or you look at the pictures or the videos or whatever is posting online, and you're thinking to yourself, this is it. This is awesome. And then you go and check it out. And it's like the complete opposite. I've had this experience so many times where I'm thinking, this is it. Like, oh my God, like you're shaking, you're, you're really happy. And then you get there and either the landlord sort of rubs you the wrong way or something smells or (laughs) it looks completely different than you were expecting. It's a huge turnoff. So visiting in person is is really big. Yeah. That means they took the right pictures, Jeff, and you got Mm. so hooked that you were in. Grant, Jeff, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Bringing us lifestyle today on the program. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend, guys. Jeff Ryman and Grant Hardy joining us on Fridays for Lifestyle and Wednesday for Health Headlines. Happy house anniversary, Jeff. Coming up next, a built-in macOS tool now scans and removes malware more frequently. John Beeler, he's going to be here. You know it. It's Friday with the details next. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.